0: You're listening to Trot the Eggin, hosted by John Hetherington, working with Witness Rugby Union Football Club, sponsored by Boyd This week's rugby story is that of a very talented rugby player who loved the game from the minute he witnessed it. Growing up, watching his brother Dan play, he decided to take up the game at Houghton Arnott, and later Witness at Mary's and Thatterweave Crusaders, while representing his town, county and country, including tours to Jamaica, South Africa and Fiji. Ladies and gents, Mr Adam Brendegast. Follow, like, share, subscribe, and endorse us via Facebook, Trot the Eggin, Twitter at Trot the in, slash at John Heath, Instagram Trot underscore D underscore Egg underscore In, YouTube Trot the LinkedIn John Hetherington, and Spotify Trot the Eggin. Adam, how are you doing? Yeah, it's good, mate. Looking for it. it's good. It's uh, it's hard
1: work. Like I'm not gonna lie. Uh, my missus takes a brunt of it because I work shift work, so if you've heard, my missus takes a brunt of it, but it's it's brilliant, but it is hard work,
0: yeah. So, before we get stuck into your rugby story, mate, where was home for you and lived with you as a kid?
1: Yeah, uh, obviously, lived in the same house all, all my life until I left the house and bought this over with Sophie, um, and he close in open view. So, it was obviously my mum and dad, and uh, my brother now are down,
0: which obviously, and you know him, yeah, yeah. So, as has the competitiveness always been in your house? Because many people will know, mate, Prendy Senior played, didn't he? And then Dan's
1: yeah, played, we did play. So. we, we did play rugby for I don't know how many years. It was a while, but um, we, we I think we watched him a couple of times as kids. But we was, we was only young, so I don't really remember. He played for the Bells. The, they were called the Bells at the time. He used to play on the uh, yeah. Fairfield School pitch, he the side of the Astro turf. Oh
2: yeah,
1: I remember watching him on there. But see, like, I was a kid playing rugby myself at the side of the pitch, and I were down in the mud. So yeah. I don't remember it properly, but I know see he yeah. played and stuff like that. And Our Dan's always been older than me. That's what got me really... He, he, he played... So I was... I think I was about three or four. He's three years older than me, our Dan. And he was playing for the Hornets. like, you yeah, he older years ago. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, he was always comp- playing sport, mainly playing games, always competitive. Yeah.
0: So, you touched on it a bit, though, mate. So, how was rugby for you introduced to you to go and play and, and where did you first start?
1: Uh, obviously, it was, it was on the telly, When my dad, my dad, my dad always watched rugby. I knew obviously, my dad played, and I our Dan, being a bit older than me, he played uh, the Hornets. It wasn't called Little Fire What was it was called years ago? We were just like an Hornets, mate, weren't we? It all
0: Hornets, was,
1: was it? Yeah. Grower yeah. yeah. Park. Yeah, Grower yeah, Park, yeah. yeah. So our Dan played, he was just he's a couple of years older than me. So I used to go and watch him, watch him train. And I think it's a picture somewhere. Uh, I mean they won like a, I think like a doing like a tournament or something. I was uh, in the same kit, dressed in the same kit as in the, the the bright green one.
2: In the uh, little, yeah, yeah. yeah, little mushroom. <laughs> yeah,
1: see I was I used to go and watch them and then, so I used to go and watch him play and train, and I started not joining that up, because I was too young. Then yeah. I was there from like three, four years of age, and then I think when I was old enough then, I think it's like seven,
0: isn't it? I started playing myself then. Right. And what do you remember about them early days, mate? Was it full pitch? Was it uh uh, which one, I, uh we,
2: there
1: used to be two pitches at the bottom, didn't there? That used to play on the uh, yeah. top of the park. You know, obviously we played on them. Now I'm presuming they were smaller pitches, they must have been smaller pitches. Um yeah. but I just remember playing used to play there and you go in the, the hut at the, the green hut at the top after it, yeah. get a hot dog, get a shower, then you to go to the park and then play in the park.
0: Mm. So, did you always play your own age at club level? You didn't play with us, did you?
1: No, I played with with your age, the year above, town team. But club-wise, I just played with my own age. Uh, I played a bit in the junior school, played a bit in the year above, but nothing too much.
0: Right, and what junior school did you go, mate?
1: Uh, St John Fisher, I think it was local, round the corner, rugby was around the corner, school was round the corner.
0: Right, so, when you say you played the year above, so... Where position wise, where would you have played?
2: Well,
1: years ago, I was dead skinny, so I used to play like wing and stuff He's like still that. still slim, Adam. Yeah, it's not, not, not a wingers position, though. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it weird, weird years ago. There was a kid, I don't really remember too much about like positions, and you're sort of just all over the show, aren't you, really? And you're yeah. playing like eight, eight nine, and tens. When I played like, um Towards so more talent team, I pushed more towards the uh, the back row and I played a lot of a lot of stuff in the back row, Really, um, when I was bit, when I was younger, like say seven, 8, I played a bit more like I was quite fast at the time. and Definitely not fast anymore, but uh, well, quite I was quick quick then. I just played like wing fullback sort of thing. But as I got older, I
0: got moved moved more further into the middle. Yeah, at least you started out there. I never got out of the middle. <laughs> 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 you couldn't get out of. It. <laughs> So when you touched on there, mate, you played the air above, which like was, was my age group, wasn't it? So how did yeah, you yeah. go about getting invited to a uh, town team trials? How does that work for you? Much,
1: I think I think it comes through school I'm sure, if I remember rightly, it was his school and remember Keith Keith Fieldings from Mr. Fielding used to be our sports at uh, St Young Fisher. Mm-hmm. And you think he used to have the uh, trials, if I remember rightly, the town for town team. And yeah. I think, how we so there was a couple of people our age. It was David Dooley, obviously he always played. Um, i was trying to think about who so was uh playing. I'm not 100% sure, but I remember saying, I remember Dooley. Chris remember, Eden would have been at yours. Chrissy, too, it? Yeah, Chris yeah. Eden was there, definitely. Um Jonathan, I think yours as well, Maybe his second name. Dad how used it? to coach, Jonathan Kelly, yeah. yeah. There's a couple more as well. Peter Eccleston maybe one of them. Yeah. I think Peter played.
2: Yeah, and yeah. then there
1: was then, there was myself uh, Jake Fraser from our school right Keith, I think we, we played a couple of games with the with the under the, the year sixes rugby just for Jake St. John Fisher and he asked us to go down and do the trials and I remember we did the trials but I didn't get picked first time round I remember me stood in the old ICI and he only read the team out yeah. we did a couple of trial matches and I didn't get picked I wasn't too fussed at the time because I, I was younger so I was, I was happy just to go along and, and trial with them. so I'll have a, have a game and I think it was only a new couple of weeks after. I don't know if I got my dad got a phone call. I got so it must have been my dad got a phone call. Yeah. ended up going down and playing and then in the Where like you taught to Yorkshire, yeah. And I played a couple of games, don't you? And we go going to to Yorkshire. I remember doing that, but um, that was a few, you remember yeah, the little we program
0: we got, Adam,
1: yeah. yeah do you had your name it and stuff like that. I do, yeah. I always you
0: remember, remember being on the front cover, don't you?
1: Oh, I was, wasn't I? Yeah, was it, you... a piece? it was a bit <laughs> <young> piece, <that laughs> golden
0: boy. <laughs> I don't know if it
1: wasn't the goal, boy. Must have picked the wrong picture. Must have missed you, the R. Richie Meyer off. No, I think, know, yeah, that, yeah,
0: remember when we went, we got that little booklet, and it come, and we're all like looking at you, looking at the booklet, and it was like little brandy there on the front. Yeah, on the front, certainly, oh, yeah. yeah. well, I yeah. that's a to Gallo- that as well, didn't he? He could he play the year. So 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 he
3: he you, played... Craig, Walton. Oh, I Craig Walton.
1: went, didn't he? Craig Walton
3: And Jake Fraser. Um, Danny Hume. No.
1: Danny Hume might go. No, I thought Danny
0: no. Hume did. No, did. J. J. Actually, Jay, Jay, Jay Did definitely started the season, didn't he? Did he come yeah, on he the def- tour? Did he? Sure,
1: I, 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 oh, I I did think so. I might be wrong. I don't know, but yeah. I'm sure he did.
0: Because Hume had a, quite a strong school, so getting sent a year below might it's quite a,
2: a good way. Like, yeah, it, it, was, a it was good.
1: good yeah, 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 It wasn't, it wasn't bad. To be honest with you. I, got it, I didn't get picked straight away I, um, I didn't get picked in the first no I had to pick a squad or I can't remember so honest with you and a, but a couple of weeks after I ended up getting. the same I got a phone call to go up there. I think I got a letter actually that's how long ago it was I think uh, it's Roger Eilson we got my dad a letter Roger Eilson we got my dad a letter and then went and I say I went on the tour round Yorkshire And we did that, did used to play a couple of games you didn't play many games or did you? remember rightly? No so 3 or 4 I
0: think wasn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah something like that yeah it wasn't too many Um but it was good. It was good experiences, especially playing with the old lads and stuff like that. Right? I've seen like, yeah. yourself and other lads like Dooley and people, you end up being mates with them and knowing them. Even yeah, though you're
0: not playing
2: yeah. the same so,
0: year. Do you reckon going back the year after and being like the last year at school and you just played every week then, don't you? Did it yeah, leave yeah, a marker on you, Adam? Do people know who you was then?
1: Uh, well, like other teams?
0: Or? Other school teams, yeah.
1: Um I don't I don't, I don't know, not not at that that age. I don't think it, it's a massive massive thing. People I think that big that age, if you're like a big kid, like huge, people knew you are, don't you say? but I personally wasn't that big as a, as a kid or like that. So I don't think so. it definitely helps you develop though. Because you play against I know it sounds stupid, only twelve months older, but you play against older people, don't you? So I remember when I was playing like sixteen year old, playing like the open age, gives you a load of confidence to play against older people again. Makes a massive difference.
0: So, how was it going back? And did you get picked first time around the year after? Yeah, I got picked the first
1: time. You know, see, there's, uh, there's only, not any of the coaches because you played there the year before. Which things obviously makes, makes a massive difference in yeah. and, uh, So, and I say you're another year older, probably more confident because you played the year before. So, obviously, you got yeah, picked the as normal. By. Yeah, I've come by the year before, so I to, should, should have been straight in for that, really, shouldn't I? <laughs> I think I might have slapped that program and my dad's lost. My dad'll have it somewhere, definitely.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll have it home. somewhere, something my mum yeah. used to keep and that. So the on, the back of, of them. on the back of all that, mate, and and now establishing yourself. Because like you said, the first time you didn't get picked straight away. Was was what age did you really feel like? You kicked on, was it in high school?
3: Uh, no, it's as, long as you, I,
1: I was doing, I was pretty, I was probably playing quite well, and it sounds daft when I was a kid, like probably because I obviously got, got picked in the, the year, the talent team, the year above. I played, when I only played, we got picked in our talent team, and I played majority of the games. Um, so I was, doing, I was doing pretty well as a, as a younger kid. And then I had a bit of a bad knee injury when I was 10, I think. I think I was about 10. And it was a bit weird, really. We got tackled playing, that's when I'm we playing for Morphy at the time. And uh, I got tackled at my leg, like buckled on the inside, and out the top half of my body went the other way. I remember being sat on the floor, I think it was uh, Dave Azier, who was coach at the time, was sat behind me for about two or three hours, uh, waiting for ambulance to come, maybe boots cut off my leg and stuff, like and off my foot and stuff like that. And uh I had scans, but they never really knew. I, I, I spoke about this the other day with like, an injury specialist. From, I've just signed up with some like ingli- uh, injury rehab specialist, still with my knee. And he was asking about my previous injuries. And um, I said, I still to this day don't really know what I've done because I was so young. He said, I didn't know I dislocated it or I'd like snapped the ligament, like overstretched ligaments. He just didn't really know what I did. So he just put he stuck a tube of it on the leg and left me for like six weeks to so just see how you go. So then after that, um, I didn't really kick on for a bit. I struggled a bit for a couple of years then playing rugby, not like injury wise, just I think confidence. A bad injury
0: and
1: you're and stuff growing that. as well, Adam. Yeah. Well, that's another thing, yeah. Obviously, yeah. growing and say I that why didn't they know what was wrong with me? Because they said because you're your age, you don't really know what's going on. it's yeah. a bit of a of a freak accident,
0: really. Right. And is that plagued you, has it right up and still?
1: Yeah, well, that not that injury as, as such, um, uh, but me, me left me knee's been bad since I was about 14, 15 from that. And right. it's been bad all the way up until like now.
0: I'm trying to try to sort it now when I finish playing. Right. Have you managed it then, mate? What's that? Sorry, so how, how have you managed it? What have you done to uh, to get you this far? Sort of thing,
1: it's sort of obviously the, f- the few injuries they had, they just they, didn't, they just caught up with me. Like, I, yeah. um, I had, like a, I had my cartilage, took out my left knee when I was 15, um, oh. and that eventually that's what caught up with me because obviously the I had no cartilage in my knees, my bones been grinding, and that's what's wore me joint, what basically wore my joints away. So up until then, I tried the last few years and I played, I was just taking tablets, to be honest with you.
2: Was you? Yeah, I was just
1: taking tablets most of the time. It's mad at,
0: you. your, like, at our age that you you no carrage in that, innit?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people that do yeah. the same thing, though. I so say you're just playing sports, aren't you?
0: Yeah. And if we could do it again, we would, mate, wouldn't we? So Yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> so how was you transitioning into high school, Brandy?
1: Uh, it wasn't. I was quite lucky again. Sport makes you know as much as anyone. Makes a massive difference. So I went to. Remember we, we got our uh, forms given to us in Year Seven, and I walked in our form, and in our form class was six or seven lads from uh, Moorfield. So both we from doing from different schools, from uh, St Bede's and a couple of other schools. But you knew half your people you already. I've seen so all do the other form classes then. I've all got lads and who play rugby and stuff like that. So it makes made, made school for me a lot easier and probably. A lot of people who I was with are a lot easier because you already know everyone when you get there. Yeah. And
0: when when you went into school, you went Peter and Paul, didn't you? Though? Yeah, I went and yeah. yeah. So what was what was the uh, the message regarding playing rugby was so when we went, our message was if you don't play rugby union, you can't play rugby league.
1: Well, well there was no rugby league on the table, like you say. It was just we got the mm-hmm. and then we went, went rugby training obviously uh because you're new to it and stuff like that. We just all went to a rugby training. It was rugby union only. We was, yeah. wasn't, wasn't sold directly like the same as you, you got told not playing at all but that's, right. there was no rugby league on offer so yeah. I think for the first maybe two or three years we played rugby union which I wasn't too keen on to be honest I've never played it before I didn't know understand the rules yeah. not at all, but you know, it was just a game of rugby so I think we played a couple of times on a, on a Saturday morning used to get on the bus and used to play two or three teams like, I remember going away trips like some of the year 11s or the six formers on the bus as well.
2: Yeah.
0: And was it summer did, did rugby union take a box for you? Or was again like you said, uh, was it just a game for you?
1: No, it was just a game rugby just, no. just to play. I wanted to play rugby, so I played rugby. Like, I wouldn't say I, I hated it, but it didn't stand I never never crossed your mind to think, oh I'll go and play that instead. I okay. just played it because it was it was an option.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. And what was what was club standard turning into? So what sort of standard was you playing? Because at that age, but, mate, that's when your coach leaves the field. You play with thirteen. You start kicking yeah. out of band and so, stuff, don't you?
1: Yeah, we had like so we had Dave uh, Dave A's and Peter Fraser coached us from like six maybe up until I think it was under tens or elevens. I'm not too sure. Then my dad took over coaching with uh, John Nelson and Barry Bamber. And that's when I think it started becoming where well, you was off the field and you on your own and yeah. stuff like that. But we we played in a pretty we had a really good team. As see, there was quite a few decent players in it. A lot of them played like a uh, scholarship, but we not many of them ended up going playing on further, to be honest. A lot of, there's a few did, but a lot of them stopped. But we had a really good team. In the league we played in, now we look in Super League, there's good good for a few super league players who played in our leagues for years. So it was a pretty decent standard.
0: Yeah. And then when School started playing rugby league, mate. What was the standard between them? What what was better and what did you enjoy more?
1: We had we had a better rugby league, rugby league team because the majority of our lads, I'd say 80-90% of our team all played at field. Moorfield. We had a couple of West Bank lads playing, but majority of our players all played at our club team. So it made us a better team anyway because we already played together all week and weekends.
0: Yeah, so combinations were just getting stronger. Just yeah, and all, hanging, your mate,
1: all your mates, all your mates, all mates are already there playing anyway, so it doesn't make a difference. It's right. just like playing with your club team, really, with a couple of lads from school. Like we discovered Danny Irving playing uh, school rugby. Talking about big the, kids and that. He yeah, yeah. was just a big. He was just a freak. He was like, probably about six foot. He was massive. He could, he was rapid. He, he was a goalie at football. He played like for United or Liverpool or something like that. And he just no one could tackle him or catch him. He just couldn't touch him.
0: No, he come and are we coming, played it for us at the matches.
1: Well, he we played. He, he signed for our Moorfield side for two years, I think. Right. In that last two years, maybe that year ten, eleven. I and mean, he was yeah. just—he was a freak. He was a freak, absolute freaking age, Yeah.
0: And from a young age, was you? Was you a kind of leader from the junior teams, or is that something uh, you've got to? I think.
3: You no, know, obviously,
1: I play. I, I I loved rugby as a kid. I lived lived like a lot of people do. I lived it, so I was like. I was always, I always loved it. It was always there. I was always committed. I was trained. Uh, when I was younger, I was I was quite a decent. It was quite one, not one of the best ones, so it wasn't, but it was one of the better ones in my age when I was younger. And as we got older, they actually, hurting uh, 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 and the knowledge didn't really play as well as maybe I was playing years ago. The just better players there. Um, but then, I think I just loved it that much, I've always enjoyed playing. So as I got older, I did. I did Grow more into the game. Probably got better again as I got older.
0: Right, mate. And any rep stuff through school? I don't.
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. No, I said it, I, I never get put, I never got picked on the scholarships and stuff like that. I Went
0: through a, a service earlier, either.
1: I played. Oh, sorry, yeah, played service earlier. Yeah, I Played service earlier. Yeah, yeah. So that. yeah, service early, yeah right. that. Um That was the game. It's just, it was just the same faces, really. At service, early. it wasn't sound team. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually it's the same thing, isn't it? Then i yeah. like I said before, about Danny Irvings, they come into the come into it then because it's through school
3: or playing your club football and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and then they just get they, they come on, you get the new, new face set into it and stuff like that. Right. So when when
0: the clubs usually come sniffing round, mate. And so you're in and around it, obviously, because you're in the service area, aren't you? Yeah. So when was your approach to sign? Did he decide not I've to? Never, or Did it I, just not come about? I never
1: got approached by her. No, I say I went right. too far though. As well, I probably as I was there, wasn't playing the best. Wasn't well, definitely wasn't one of the best players. There was a good, good handful of people who were a lot better than me at the time. So there right. wasn't. I, I didn't get picked the scholarship. Um, and then I played. I just played amateur. Then I played, I played. amateur. my whole whole life. I've never done anything like that. Yeah. And was you
0: more than happy with that though, Adam? Oh, yeah,
1: I'm not doing it wrong. I'd like, I would yeah. like to have got picked like any kid. When you're a kid, you want to play. You want to think you're going to be. You want you would, You'd like to be a Super League player. You? or an NRL player. But yeah. I think everyone's when you play a certain sport. But no, I, I was never. I never thought I was like I ah, done to, or like, I should have got picked, or I, sh- I should have been there. So I couldn't I never. Compl- I could never play. Complain about it. I was happy doing what I was doing.
0: That's fair enough. And where, what happened when Moorfield folded, mate? Where did that leave you? <laughs>
1: So we was at under 16s It was my dad. My dad at the same. dad and John Nelson, Barry Bamber coaches. Yeah. My dad obviously, I don't think he was too keen on taking on going inside like towards 18s and open age. Uh He was happy doing what he was doing. I think he'd had enough doing it anyway. And then at yeah. the Moorfield, he I had the under eighteen team. He's had an open age team. Now obviously I was um uh, an August birthday, so I'm one of the youngest ones in my year. Yeah. So. I was looking, I was still 15 at the time. I wasn't 16 till the August, and then we'd have been playing with men. Yeah. Which I wasn't too, not that I wasn't bothered too keen about it, but I wanted to go and play under 18s because I'd seen my brother had played under 18s at Moorfield and he'd moved to the Marys at the time. Yeah. So I'd seen him play under 18s, see how what it was like and see if it was good. So I wanted to play under 18s, and then Moorfield just wasn't providing a team. So that's why I chose to go and play at the Maris because we say my brother had played there the year or two before. And he was then in the um, Open
0: Age setup. Yeah. And what are you like in a new environment, Adam? Are you someone oh, like settle straight
3: uh, in? Yeah. I can settle straight.
1: I'm not the loudest person in the new environment. I'm not someone who's that loud and confident and goes into the like. Can be loud and enjoy, but I do I enjoy going there because it was a bit different because like, I. When we went there, Steve was the coach under eighteens He was for, the, for that that time. He was very, very technical. Like I, we done stuff with Steve that I hadn't really seen or heard. You know what I mean? So yeah. he, he was thinking he, was the, he maybe yeah. in the Great Britain coach all well, under 18s coach at the time. So he was right. a little bit, little bit of a step step ahead of of most. He was quite a. He was good. He learned a lot from him.
0: Yeah, the then I opened opener then coming to like. So you'd have been 16, 17 at this point? I'd
1: have just, I'd have just turned 16. Because yeah, I, mean, I remember playing, right. me, it was me, me and Gallagher, one of the two went up, up playing 18s at Marriott. I remember we, we played our first game. I think we played, I'm going to say Oldham St-Hands, I think it was. And these two headed props come running out. They must, they must have been high-end. 18, yeah, so like 18, the back 19, end of the age group. They, was like, they were last year, me and Gala were first year. Now, Gala's a big lad anyway.
0: Mortgages and you just got your GCSE That's results. Some,
1: some, <laughs> just, we, like, we turned up, I remember me and Gala, we turned up and we got dressed and we were getting, so I think we were warming up. And these two bald fellas, The fellas' lads come running out and they just looked at yeah. me like, what are we doing here? So we're playing against these. So we're playing against kids and then these two fellas run out. But it was uh, it definitely it definitely helps in the uh, in the long run.
0: Yeah, and how was that introduction? Because under 18s is basically men's rugby, Adam. isn't it,
1: yeah, it is because yeah. yeah, some some people are sixteen, some are seventeen, some are eighteen. Aren't they? Yeah. A lot of them have already been playing open age anyway, so they the conditions are yeah. always well playing open age rugby anyway. Right,
2: but, so uh, how, I, how, how was, was
0: that
1: for you? I enjoy it. Say, we get the the good thing was about it is I already knew a few people through our dam because like mm. so Preki was still uh tizzy Callum. Uh, there's a few lads there who I knew, Danny Scott, uh, Dawson. So there's people who I already knew, which was good. And because i have been watching our our kid up there playing, so I knew a few faces from around the club and stuff. Like that. So it was, it was all
3: right, I enjoyed it. It was good, it was something different.
2: Right, and
0: so what were your aspirations leaving school, mate? Was it always to find a job that allowed you to play rugby? Yeah, well, I was, was lucky, it always really. was going to be rugby on the back foot?
1: No, I was lucky really because my uncle owned his own company. So I started working for my uncle Um, in between doing my G So when you used to come in for a couple of days, do an exam and you're off. Yeah. So my brother had worked for our my uncle's company anyway. So I, in the summer, always I'd done some days for him and stuff I get used to it. And then I just started working for him. So I remember I finished school on the, the Thursday maybe. We had our prom on the Friday and I was working on Monday morning. But that's I enjoyed. I enjoyed. No, they didn't go toppers, <laughs> but I straight from somewhere. I enjoyed, I enjoyed work. I wanted money, I enjoyed yeah. getting money out of it, so, it took, um, obviously playing rugby on a Saturday, uh, it was a Sunday in under-18s, playing rugby on a Sunday, and um, training Tuesday, Thursday, worked around round Rugby, which was perfect, really so I could do both.
0: Right, and how was the social side at under-18s with it being a Sunday? But it was good, honestly, I used to work on a Monday, so I did have a few drinks and something, I wasn't too bad, yeah. but...
1: 'Cause a lot of people are still in college, aren't yeah, I mean, they? There's a couple of people going uni so it doesn't really matter. so I was still he was always good. I always had a good pint and there's loads of lads to have a pint with after it. And um, mm. I because I would used to go up there with our kid anyway on a Saturday to watch him and new people in the club anyway as well. So it was always a. Uh, it was always good.
0: Any any rep stuff come at that age group with Stevie and coach and stuff?
1: No. So he was the coach of the under eighteens and I think that was the first year. Didn't they do too much in the first year? Because, like I say he was um we had stuff like people to Precky in that playing. Joe Few an older lad. So we sort of playing, not second fiddle to him, but playing every week. But it was hard to try and stand out with people at that play. Because at the time, I think Precky may have be been playing a bit of semi bit, bit of semi profully and stuff like that. So it was hard to stand out. But um, the second, I think I, I did three, because of my age, I did three years there, which helped me. It was say second year where uh, I had a good year. I think I won a like, player of the year and stuff like that. And um, there was a tour that year when Mike Allen went on it. I remember um, Ben Bailey. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Um, ben Bailey was playing even he went on a tour. And that was, I think it was an Australian tour in the 18s. Uh, one of the, I think they were looking at me to go on a tour, but again, I, I, know quite, <laughs> again, I never got picked. I a few names. Right. Um, Yeah. But again, it, it, it didn't bother me. It was one of them things. It would have been nice to go on it, but it wasn't, wasn't the end of the world.
0: It's enough. Right, and... Just slightly being out on them, chances I do do you do you use stuff like that? Because you're a learned back lad, aren't you? And uh, does that yeah, motivate so, you?
1: It does more, obviously, I can say it. I am not playing to any money because you're not, you're playing amateur. You know what I mean it's free, isn't it? But
2: yeah.
1: To get on tours and stuff like that, it's a, I think it's well for my it's a big achievement to try and get a great Britain cap or anything like that. It never made me try to try and try out because I always thought I was trying as hard as good anyway. I never never I never, never used to miss training. I'd never not turn off of a, a sappy or something, whatever it may be. I always played as well as I possibly could, or tried to play as well as I possibly could do. So it's not like I wasn't doing anything that I should have been doing. And maybe was was not quite good enough, maybe, I don't know. Or I wasn't doing doing the right things.
0: But yeah. it's not lot you can do about yeah. sometimes. Yeah, if it, sometimes things just aren't meant to be, mate, are they? And, yeah, that's and it, yeah. That's how it, that's how it can go, is it? So, on the back of that, is do you stick around at the Marys mate, don't you? And you start yes. filtering in and out the first
2: team and stuff. Yeah,
1: so I played the under 18s and I played a couple of games to the second team when they were short or the 18s didn't have a game or what have you. Because I was up there watching our Down anyway. I used to go home yeah. and away watching our Down on a Saturday afternoon. So, I'd go like Hull, I'd go anywhere. So, I'd get to get to the wall Open Age set up because you're there Saturday. Like Chris Fenlon was in charge and Kev Buck. So, that's where I met Kev Buck. Uh, he was a second team coach. And then, after he played 18s. And I say, I filtered in a couple of times, played a couple of games here and there, not much. And then, when I finished under 18s, went, went into the open age setup, then and that's when I started playing second, uh, second team regularly, quite a bit.
0: And was there much of a difference though, Brendy, from 18s uh, to second team?
1: It was just, I, I found it was just a lot more, uh, well, not say aggressive, but you play, say, you're playing against men. And in fact, at the time, it was North West maybe division. I'm gonna say Division Two, maybe. So like, right. you got like all the old heads coming down who probably played like the intricacies standard. making
0: it the dark arts. Yeah,
1: yeah, like yeah, stuff like you're playing against like some of the especially playing in the middle in the pack and stuff like that. Playing mm-hmm. some of the old heads and stuff like that. So, but it was good. It it, it helped me massively. Especially playing in the pack, it helps a lot.
0: Yeah, and um, and how was how was your introduction to the first team up there? Because would you have been playing national conference in the first team then?
1: Uh, yeah, the first scene was national conference at the time. Yeah. I think the National Conference two maybe, something like that. Right. Um, the first time I played, I think I come in, I got I just I think he put maybe play against uh, I think it was Eastall. I remember it because he used to have a, a hooker player for East he used to play he was a bit of a bad like rough ass. He had a, a tag on, he was a player with his t- a tag on. And I and I remember playing against him. And I, yeah. I think I played. I played one game. I scored actually. I and mean, he didn't play a long. He you know, about about 15 minutes of that. I think. Um, but I played, and then it was one game. I think he was short of a few people, so they just threw me in. I've been playing second team, yeah. and just right. unplayed, really. I just turned on and played. Really didn't, didn't like do anything special or like that. But yeah, and just, and, just felt well, in, Is that a nice
0: man. little taste of all,
1: mate? Yeah, it was. It was good to know you could play and not, not be out of out of place as such. Because you do when you're young and you come into teams, you don't want to like. You don't want to miss tackles and maybe or miss a you know what I mean, and someone score past you know, or knock on and just do. You're not going to do it wrong, do you? you? Just want to go, not bothered about doing anything special. You just want to do enough. Yeah.
0: And was it still winter rugby at this point, mate? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was winter yeah. rugby. Yeah. Right. And and how how did you find that change? So just before we move on to that, a couple of things I'll ask you. Because you played in a few witness cups, which you've managed to get your hands on, yeah. on that, which we'll talk about in a bit, right? Won't we? But so, how did you find the way rugby league do team selection? So, do you, do you not mind the fact you can turn up and potentially not play?
2: Uh,
3: see, well, it's a bit different. See, like, when I was at that week before I finished playing, the team, the first team was picked on Friday, so we was new Friday because obviously we be do a lot of travelling. So yeah. you've got, I think, I think,
1: people you sort you sort of know who's going to be playing. Is you have to you have them, you mean? Main, main bit of the team and there might be someone in and out but the team, team used to get texted out on a Friday but I think if they were picking someone they'd tell on Thursday Just new were going away it could be Hull or West uh, or Wasp or something like that but years ago like you say we used to turn up over the Marys go in the back room and they just pick the first team and pick the second team I've been there before when I was younger i bought them in there with kick bag and that'd be me pick the second team and you just gotta walk out, you walk out with your bag and then just stay and watch basically if you want or go home yeah but there's better ways of doing it you could, you could yeah. do with knowing where you I personally would like to know where I'm playing I, yeah. think it, I think I think the club's a lot more better set up than that it's, it was quite a while ago that to be fair we was still old school but he turned oh, up that's so he turned up and he'd write the teams down and go like this is the team read really Yeah. Yeah. especially you with the
0: social media now and that brandy and it? it's easy yeah, to do yeah that's a big now, thing
1: yeah. Yeah. but I think a lot of people especially now with the teams <laughs> you're playing the NCL and stuff like that there's a fair bit of travelling involved you can't tell a lad in that morning he's got to get on the bus at half ten to go off brow it isn't going to work is it yeah. but uh, years ago you, say, you just turn up tell you and just accept your fate and go see where you go
2: yeah
0: and the next one is I, I, I only played a few witness cup games mate obviously because I I come about when it had transitioned into somewhere I was backing to but did you never find it weird playing against your mates
3: um
1: I was quite lucky really that majority of my mates played in the in the Ma really. There was a few lads who were new here and there, but I say I knew people who played in other teams like Simi's and West Bank of that, but they wasn't like, no, they wasn't my mates, they were I knew them, but there wasn't like we'll people who that. were yeah. Who would, yeah, it wasn't people who went to school, we all went for a pint with it or like that. It was just people who were new.
0: Yeah. I found it bizarre. Like I'd never played I against think, the likes of you. I played with
1: Craig Yeah, but
0: well, that must be yeah,
1: that must be a bit. I played first team versus second team against my brother. Yeah,
0: the is yeah. Yeah, that first first. It's like an inter club friendly, or was it a cup game?
1: No, it was in the, in the with the, in the cup. There was a bit of a stage where there wasn't like a bit of a thing, but obviously the second team was pretty good, like really good. They were getting like, yeah. like semi finals in of the office counties, got like beating prem teams and stuff like that. And the first team in the NCL. So one season, I don't know if it happened once or twice, but one season, we entered the team into the Winners' Cup. Yeah. The second, I think the first year we went in it, we got beat off Moorfield, 4-0. And they were like, I think they were premiership for we like Division 2. And then, I don't know it was a year after or a year after, I can't remember the year differences, but we ended up playing the first team on, uh, on Gossages.
0: Right, they can't, I suppose they can't afford for us both to get through, can they? No, really? not, no. Yeah. How oh, was it? A bit bizarre?
2: It was yeah. Uh, the
1: thing is, for me, I that year, I, I played about six or seven games for the first team. I'd been Hull three times in five weeks or six weeks away, obviously, mm. and got pumped like forty, fifty mil every week. You we got the bottom of the league yeah. this year. This year, they were, they were struggling for numbers. That's why right. I was playing. So I, I'd, be, I'd played and played half a year with them, or a good chunk of the year with them, and I went in the. It was Andy Rowland was the uh, coach, and he just pulled me in. He said, "Listen, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry not in the Top six forwards, so you're not going to be playing. I was like, oh, fair enough, like, like, whatever. So I went outside that night. It was the same night. I said to Chris Fenman, listen, he doesn't want to pick me, but I'm available to play for you. If you want me to play, I'm, I'm more nappy to play. He's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. So he picked me in the second team, and
3: he'd be played someone, beat someone, I think, and then be played the first team. Right. And so, how often, other than rep stuff,
0: had you been told that at club level?
3: What happened to that to you? Um, not that many. I imagine it was first, not probably, yeah. No, it's probably the, probably the first time really, because I say I was probably still only
1: I don't know how old I would have been, but I'd been 18, 19, something like that, roughly. So I was, I was playing open age only at the time. And I've been playing the second team a lot. Um I played well for the second team quite a bit as well. Won, a couple, yeah. won quite a few of matches and stuff like, that, and I was doing quite well for him. Right. That's why I got drafted into this particular the first team when he was short. And yeah. um, but they were struggling for players, like, traveling, and then when they were just cut down, like every year, all the players come flooding
0: back in. Then right. So I was just, how do you take that sort of chat? Are you someone that wants someone to be straight and direct with you?
1: Yeah, I'd rather someone tell me. it's just like he could have said to me, "Oh, I'm not. I don't know if you're going to play or not. i I'll hold, I'll hold out because I want to play." and he wouldn't have picked me, and then I wouldn't be able to play in the second team then, so I wouldn't have played at all. Yeah. So like, I'd rather someone just say, me, so, you're not going to play. It's, it's, I think it's the best way to be. Yeah. There's no point there, like, uh, pussyfoot around it, there's no, there's no need for it, is there? Basically, I don't think no. in sport, anything in sport, you need to be straight with people.
0: Yeah. like it, If honesty is brutal, it's just how it's got to be, hasn't it? That's, Some people uh, don't like it, I don't know, that's all it could have been.
1: you know. Yeah, I've always been, well, I can take criticism, I don't mind it, as long as it's like, yeah. in a, a constructive. constructive in a constructive way yeah, yeah. I
3: haven't
1: played, I was playing over years I and mean, club level when I played like rep level and stuff like that someone's told me what I need to do or well, I'm not doing the right I'm more nappy I'll never
3: like strip my dummy out over it I'll happily take it on board and, and move forward with it
0: yeah right and then with this cup games or when witness without being rude to, to clubs that have won it since when it really mattered Won it it was big crowds yeah
1: it was a big crowds finals course, at the just, stadium and stuff, and stuff. That's it, yeah. Don't worry. I think yeah. with, remember my dad saying years ago there was like twelve, twelve, sixteen teams didn't it, and everyone was I mean, the team, same. There. Yeah, like
0: companies but, and uh, that. Yeah.
1: companies with broad blanks. And people like used have a team with yeah, it, stuff yeah. like that. The beads and things. But obviously, it was still competitive when when I was playing it. I think when you played in it as well, it's still competitive. But I think as the teams of witness have dwindled off, it's just dwindled off itself, hasn't it? Yeah.
0: And what's it? What's it to to win a witness cup, mate? And and what have them teams been like for you to be involved in? Some big personalities in them teams. I've been wanting them. Yeah,
1: we, there were some good players you played with. The best thing the manage, like
3: your bird's eyes, Anthony Owens, Mike Gill. Well, there was there's loads of them. Uh, it's it's hard to name them all now.
1: But yeah. it's, it's good to winning I know it sounds people outside of the town and that moment kind of understand it because it doesn't mean much. But winning that in a couple of years, especially, I think we won it five years in a row, I think. Something yeah. like that. Um, it's 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 a bit of a, bragging rights, I suppose, isn't it? The massive how you are doing in the league and stuff like that. It's a bit, bit of bragging points around the, uh, around the town, but they were good. We had some some uh, good good tough wins. To be honest with you, some really good wins, especially against West Bank, and I think we had a few against West Bank at the
0: stadium. Yeah, especially as they. Like the Malis sort of looked like they were going to be in transition, didn't he? And West Bank seemed to be on the verge of priming, and that's when yeah, the games well, really equaled out, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was they were tough
1: games then because I think West Bank got a lot of lads back playing from semi pro. I think that like, Tommy Aaron that comeback. Yeah, um, they have made uh, the the two playing Josh. They're quite a very a good team. You know, it's a very good team. Uh, but we had it as well. We had we, I think we, what was most of them games with the older lads. We had we had like so they say say Birds Eyes Gillies. People like that Joe playing makes a
0: massive well, game difference. management and stuff. Yeah,
1: They're, it's just, just, yeah, they just, just know what to do. Obviously, when them games are quite rough as well, so sometimes rugby is a bit of a,
3: it's not about skill and rugby, sometimes in them games, it goes a bit different way. Yeah,
0: and when did you start to notice that rugby and witness was sort of? Standard wise declining without being rude to people again because yeah, it's come back round and stuff.
1: come, yeah, it's, it seems to come better, better haven't he? For me, we yeah. were playing. Uh, I think you had Neil Miller as a coach for a while, I think it was before. I think, yeah, you know, I think Will was a coach coaching for a bit I and mean, he just he packed it in. Will, he was, I don't know why, he just stopped doing it. It's a big commitment, I suppose, in it with work and kids and stuff like that. Um, I think I think the manager struggled a bit with like commitment from training. And I'm going training sometimes. they would be like see me, our kid, Kev, Buck Brecky, Mike Gill, Charles, Birds, a handful of people. Yeah. Uh, so I think people just should end up spewing it.
3: But what really put the nail in the coffin? We went playing um, uh Folly Lane away, and
1: we drove down like our own cars and stuff like that, and we got the. And we had no coach. I think I made, I think I was ringing around in the week texting people, trying to get like 17 players to play together and stuff like that. We got the team going. And then we had no coach, you had no physio, no nothing. And we played. And uh, do you know uh, Liam Sheridan's dead?
2: Yeah.
3: He dislocated his elbow and we were playing. And at the time, I think I was I think I was due to go on
1: tour or being on tour, I'm not too sure. I can't remember where I was. I think it was due to go on tour and he was on the floor. We had no physio, no nothing. Ref, no one knew what to do. He was just lay there, his, his arm was still dislocated on the floor. So the game stopped yeah. for about 20 minutes, half an hour maybe. And then it was, it was like 10 hours or something that. And the referee just said, Listen, we're going to play for 20 minutes. Whoever scores next wins the game. So we kicked, anyway, I think we scored him. Gilmore scored like 30, 40 yards out and we run the game. And after the game, my dad used to watch home and away no matter what. He was there and he comes after the, the game and like, I think it's time. Need to maybe just move on somewhere. Because like I said you can't be you can't be doing that. Because I was at the time I was working on the railway, so I was working Saturday night So I was like playing Saturday afternoon and going on night Saturday night. And I was like, You can't mm, be you can doing that going really, and...
0: it. Yeah, yeah, he's like,
1: You can't be doing playing that, giving your all, and then you've got to go work at ten o'clock on a night shift. He said, Well that was like that was you, you've got to be playing for a purpose. So then I started yeah. thinking about going somewhere else then.
0: Right, that's fair enough. So when did your job change then, mate? Because it's pretty you sure know, you was on the railway and having to do it
2: after. Yeah, well, a graph.
1: I was on, yeah, so obviously, I, I, th- I think I finished on the railway in 2014. I left there and j- got a job where I am now in St. Helens, um, like a, in, a, in a factory, working on the machines. Yeah, That's funny, so that's, that's pretty similar. It's, it's working shift work as well, but the only thing is, it's not outside, it's not always a Saturday night, it could be like a, a Saturday morning, so it's a bit different, it's a bit, yeah. bit better on, on that side of it.
0: Like you said, now you've got the family and that, mate. yeah, and well,
2: I've
1: seen, I've seen didn't have the baby. Yeah, well, I didn't have the baby at the time when I finished playing, I finished playing because me and yeah. me and stuff like that. But it was working shift work, and like it was just like on your days off, I ended up owing people loads of shifts because I was getting shifts off to go and play. And so, when yeah. I'm off work on like a Saturday afternoon or whatever on a Sunday, and my missus wants to go and do something, like, oh, I can't do it, I've got to go and work a shift for someone of So, it started yeah. becoming a bit too much, You're trying to juggle rugby and, and working in life, really.
0: Right. And you mentioned the tour though, mate. So talk us about the selection process for what for who it was, what it was, Uh, and what the tour was about.
1: So the first one I went on was to Jamaica for Bar under 23s. And there was the basically just got a I just got a letter asking what to go training. Like and you want to do a few training sessions. I think you do about four or five training sessions. And you just whittle the squads down. There's probably like 30 odd there. And usually whip right. down Is to it competitive then
0: sessions.
1: Um yeah, it's not it's never full contact, it was always like a Sunday, Sunday after, Sunday morning um, right. training session. So obviously people played Saturday. So it was never like full contact session, it was more just like skills, but a little bit of fitness and like going through like not moves as such, but set, set plays just to see how things to see how people are. But majority of it bit of shape I think majority of it's picked anyway because people watch watch people playing and stuff like that and go I, I got played I played for usually picked most of it through the tri-series off for Lancashire and York yeah uh, Lancashire, Yorkshire and Cumbria. Yeah. so I played in a couple when I was at the Myers I played in a couple of them and then um, and then that's when I think you sort of get picked through that so they, they'll they'll watch the the, the try series and they'll select like a 30-man squad and just go say go do two-two-two-two-two-one and he's a the squads down then.
0: So, let's rewind again a little bit then, mate, so what's the process with the Tri-Series and stuff like that?
1: Uh, so, it's getting just, he's like, you get picked, get picked for a Lancashire squad from, present in time, it was the Marys, so he's got a yeah. phone call I think there's a couple of those, I went down late in Gav Conroy, I think Danny Miller's Danny, Danny Miller come one, I um, think who else, maybe more. And again, you just go trick your training for a couple of weeks. You just go Wednesdays, Wednesdays or something like that, I think, in between the other sessions. Yeah. Train again, you just whip the squad down again, pick a squad from that, and they just play the trices. So play one away, one at home, and then the year after it reverses. You play like so you play Cumbria this year at home, you play them away. Yeah. Um, but I was lucky enough to play in a decent team, and I think we won. We won about two or three of them, maybe. So that helps against you, but you're playing in a winning team. And then obviously but it's an open age setup and the, the first tour I went on was the twenty under twenty-three. So obviously there's only a select age group that can go on it. Right. So they say I got a letter from them about being selected in the train on squad. And they say go do go do a couple of sessions, will it down, pick the final squad. And that's when you're gonna start getting your funding and stuff like that. And then you're just training sitting so there once a week
0: for a couple of months leading up to the tour. Right. So the from mate, are you looking at race nights? Ball and stuff
1: and things like that. Yeah, just basic stuff. I was quite lucky, really, because our our kid did a last man standing for us on the on the football and rugby. We did one of each, uh, one on football, one on rugby, and I got majority money from that. And my dad's my dad's pretty pretty on the ball with stuff as well. My dad knows a few fellas down the uh, with the Southern Rugby League, so we got some. I got some money off them. I think I got a couple hundred quid off them because yeah. you're representing the town as such. And then um, so, yeah. there's a couple of grants you can get as well, like sporting grants, or from the council. So I think I got off, I got off yeah. 500 off Altonborough council as well the first time. Right. And then I <laughs> would hand on that last one standing, which got me a fair bit of money. And then the yeah. club did a few things as well in marriage, so like you say, like race, race nights and race cards and football yeah. cards, stuff like that. Oh, so it's really
0: as much as you'd haven't been playing for a purpose going out there with probably without knowing it your purpose is very much your fundraisers in it and your time you go.
3: yeah but was yeah, just because
1: enjoying it when you do get obviously I was because the a lucky thing from not getting picked up as young guys because the it's the um, the Tri-Nations out there with, uh, with with Lancashire the amateurs only so anyone who's playing any semi-pro or pro can't
0: play in them Oh, right, even if you
1: you're no longer signed up, yeah. If you play past a certain age, I think it may be 21, maybe something like that. Because it's, right. it, 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 it's like a tiered system. So, you're going obviously, you're playing for Lancashire, Yorkshire, whatever, and they'll pick a yeah. Great Britain team out of it. So, they've obviously, to be to play in the Great Britain team, you've got to be an amateur only. You can't play any professional rugby. All oh, right, okay. so use it as like a bit of a system. That's so, all there's towards those incentives playing amateur, then that, that comes about, then that like you say, yeah, something to play, but. I didn't really think about even playing him, It's just I it was just playing for the Marys because obviously again I enjoyed playing and ended up getting mm. asked to go and train for for Lancashire squad, which he did. Luckily he got picked. And then he got seen from playing Lancashire to get picked in the train on the squad for under
0: 23 scribbling. There was a Germany tour you were were involved in
1: that? That was the that was just for the Marys. That, that was I for the play. Marys, was just, wasn't yeah. it, mate? Yeah, yeah, that I didn't play in that. I was injured at the time. Right. I just went on the on the piss really for, for a week, or whatever it was. Right. I can but, uh, imagine I it was an heavy seat. session, that. It, was, it, was very, it was very, very good. There was, uh, <laughs> was a few, uh, few characters on there as well.
0: Yeah, I remember that picture where you're on the side of the boss, aren't you? With like yeah. a flag and that, and you're walking... Yeah, I imagine it was there. a messy one. <laughs>
1: but Gilmore was in charge of that, so...
0: Right. So, well, it says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, <what> <laughs> so when when that time come to to look elsewhere for rugby, mate? What we what were your options?
3: Well, because I've been playing at um
1: at Lancashire and I player play for Great Britain and stuff like that. So after the Jamaica tour, so when I was still at the Maris, I got picked to go South Africa for the open age. Oh right uh, okay. Great Britain. So I think I went I went, went Jamaica in two thousand and 14 and I think I went it was 2016 I went to South Africa right so that was the same exact same process again just I'd been yeah. playing for Lancashire again the year, year or two after and you picked the great bit inside out of that again like a 32 man squad or something like that training sessions again and they just whittled the squad down we got like you um, had like a, a, a certain town in like six weeks we'll pick the, the travelling squad and lucky enough we got picked pick the, the travelling squad to go there as well there no, for two that was two weeks is another two-week old. oldie is a two-week old really yeah
2: yeah
1: that uh, sounds I don't say consider that I didn't play any professional, I wasn't working to get to
3: play professional stuff like that but not done too bad i you've had a, I a few good oldies out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: two weeks oldies. So, so when
0: when you're doing these things, mate, and how does like rooming work and stuff and what are the logistics? Do they do they organize absolutely everything?
1: Yeah, let you see. You, you you give them your, you have got to pay your money. Basically, they give you a, yeah. they give you like um a, a t- they tell you the dates when you're going, when you're going to be playing, um, they just give you a full itinerary of what the days, Basically, you're playing days, and it's pretty good because you have all the stuff set up. You do like days out and stuff, like that. because obviously it's a group yeah. of like thirty. Well, the the the, the, the older staff as well takes like thirty odd thirty odd lads basically on a tour for two weeks so we, we, we train we, we train quite a bit on i know, to be honest with you like um, train most days but there's loads of downtimes well, obviously days out trips out and stuff like that and with like they like say with the rooming and stuff like that it's basically just you split everyone up so obviously I went to the, I was probably the only lad from the Mary, so the only person I knew but obviously I knew quite a few lads from like Lancashire who be had been yeah. playing with and stuff like that but it just completely split everyone up I think the first time I went it was with like a, a Cumbrian and a a lad from Yorkshire and when I went to South Africa I was in three lads from Yorkshire in the
3: room but it's been better it makes it well better yeah
0: and what did he do to icebreak Adam?
3: Um, it's usually on the ale to be honest with you
0: That's where
3: really is it? yeah
1: it's usually yeah. the best way especially because you fly in there so you get, a, you get a day and a half um, before you even got there Joy all these long haul like, long flights and stuff like that when we went to Jamaica, so I think it was the. We got a train down to London and we stayed over in London in like a hotel for the night. I think it was a George Groves and Frotch first fight, I think. I think. We watched it in like some town centre. Again, you could put the room in a random, random lad. When I say random lad. You know him from training and stuff like that, but it's something you don't know.
2: Yeah.
1: And we went out, had a drink, then we flew the next day.
0: But I think the most sports, especially, would be having a pint is the best way to go about it. Oh it is, mate. And with you ticking these boxes that you probably didn't imagine you'd tick after no approaches from scholarships and academies. Do you keep do you keep anything, mate? Like, I'm quite sentimental. I'd keep a top here, shorts here. I've got all me I've got I've
1: got all my I've got all my playing kits. I've kept all my playing my shirts I've played in my socks yeah. and the I think of the socks and the shorts. Majority of my training gear, I give away. I didn't like wearing it mm. after, to be honest with you. I've got a few bits and bobs, like a couple of hoodies and like yeah. maybe a couple of vestments for the of, of shorts, but the majority of it I give it away because I wasn't one on, I wouldn't turn up to like Mary's training or Fast Week training in England gear. Yeah. It's just, well, I don't know how I like to do it, but you're getting the pistol car here anyway, so it's pointless in turning yeah. up in it.
0: I made the majority of I, I rushed once to summer training and I must have had like my WIDS hoodie on didn't realise but with shorts and with socks and Kev I, I, I was wearing and Kev rinsed me and I was like what you not gonna <laughs> is... and I must have looked the right task. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but he let me know well. about it like yeah that's what I'm saying it was never it, was, it wasn't It was well I didn't I didn't want to do it anyway but it wasn't worth the hassle anyway but I was just going to be playing yeah. gear. so I <laughs> gave majority of my stuff away so I've kept the kits and stuff like that main stuff but yeah. all the other bits I just give away right
0: and did you leave witness rugby behind when the transition come because you played a little bit first didn't you so you played some of rugby and witness for a bit uh, I,
1: played, yeah, for yeah. I played some rugby for a good few years I left 2017 I went uh, I signed for that week um, right like I said the reason I was leaving was, was just rugby was just like, wasn't the same I'd been playing obviously mm. I'd played on a tour and I'd been playing with lads who were playing NCR every week and they were saying like, oh, come, come and play it's a better standard It'll be better for you and obviously, when you start playing on the tours and stuff like that, you think, "Well, might as well go and play a better standard." It, it was, it was, it was. It's more enjoyable to play, I and mean, when you're playing for like Lancashire, Lancashire and stuff like that, even though a few lads are still playing North, North East, Celtics, the lot majority of them are all playing um, NTL. So I was having a think about it, and I say but the managers were struggling. They didn't they have a coach. They're struggling to get people training and stuff like that. They're struggling to get a team. So I just thought, oh, I'm just gonna gonna go and give it a go. And that's when I ended up going uh, joining Tattleweath.
0: What were the other options, mate? Or was it always going to be Thathwee? Well, it's
3: honestly
1: no at the time because remember Sean Richardson, paper witness.
3: Yeah,
1: he was the coach at Blackbrook, and he was the coach at um, Lancashire, and he was the coach right. at Great Britain Open Age. So because yeah. I because I pl- met Sean, I got on well with Sean really well. He looked after me quite a bit, to be honest with you. Um, and obviously, I played with him, and he was he played back row himself, so he was. Spent, when we were training. He'd spend a lot of time with the back rowers and the centres, telling them how he wants them to play, what to do, and stuff like that. He was he was quite uh he was good. Helped you out a lot. But he wanted me to go and play at Blackbrook, and my dad my dad said, "Why don't you go and play at Blackbrook with Sean? Um, he's looked after you. He's done he's he's done a lot for you. He's got you in the teams, and he's kept you in these teams. He's picked you in the teams." And I was like, um and Aaron." Ah was a was a couple of some Pilks. So after that, you have a little Diane Lynch? No mate. No. He was playing. He was playing on the tours, and he was at Pilkington. He said he tried to get me to go down there, but there's yeah. quite a few. That at least like Nick Ledger, uh, Jack Jones, Sean Lester. There was a few of them who were playing playing with the like, Lancashire. Who were playing with that? All and I got on really well with them. Like, you just click click with people a certain way, especially Mick at the yeah. time. Just click with people, like get on with them, and like the, like what it was about, what they we were doing. And I was thinking, I, mean, I don't know where to go. and say me. I said, my dad wanted me to go Blackburn because Sean was there and he looked, after, he looked after me to be fair. Then I went on tour to South Africa. I was still at the Marys at the time. And I was just chatting to a few of the lads, a few lads from Wattbrow and other places who played against them. I was saying, oh, I think about going somewhere else. You just undecided where to go. And the majority of them, people said, oh, I'd go that way. They're good. Good setup, good team. Yeah. But at the time, he just got relegated that year. So when I went to him, he was in Division One. So just got relegated out of the Prem into Division 1 the year I signed for him. So we're obviously getting on getting on quite well with like Mick Ledger and a few of the lads and a few people from the other places saying it's probably be the best place to go as have decided to go and sign for them.
0: And uh, no Brown envelope or nothing, no?
1: <laughs> no just, I think I'm, no. The person who, I'm the only person who's played that much you never been paid a penny. Well,
0: paid but 12, but not, I'm not even being funny, I just presume because of the standard they're at.
1: Man, honestly, I swear like, down when
0: money may be or something. Yeah, never,
1: yeah. ever, ever. Like as as, as far as I was aware, no one's ever been. But since I played there, like people joke on Twitter, and there's a bit of a thing on Twitter where it's because. Too far when I was playing there, at the year, at the year after I left, the players that were playing there are all basically semi-pro. They should be playing semi-pro. I'd say eighty percent of them. And there was always jokes that they're getting paid, and we always should joke about it on Twitter. It's like if we want, we're we'll playing we'll play, pitches the twenty pound notes and like winning team and stuff like that, winning money. Yeah, but I honestly, hundred percent, I've never been, I've never got a penny from anything like that
0: ever. Because there's obviously Which something good the club the because people go back at them, don't they?
1: Yeah, well, I think it's like the lucky thing at, with that away is, from my point of view, is a lot of the lads who we are playing have played together as kids so like a lot of them up there especially now and the, the, a couple of years before I finished playing there's a good chunk of them maybe seven or eight of them who all played like, Uh, used to play for Portico a lot of them and a few played for Tatouille as
0: kids And they used to be yeah, sometimes Crusaders like, the didn't they?
1: yeah yeah years ago
2: yeah. But, yeah, like,
1: uh, they're all like uh, Matt Personal's age and Joe Tom Gilmore's age all them
2: yeah
1: they used to make like, a bit of a rivalry I think with like uh, the Hornets and Portico because of how good the teams were so they're lucky right. they've got like a big group of mates who were luckily very good at rugby and also very close mates. So that's what's got them through with having such a good such a good quality team. People like there's a couple of like the Conor Dwyer, there was Foster.
2: Uh,
1: they were all playing semi pro. Stop playing semi pro because not enough of it, but come straight back and play to fast league. So mm. it looks like they're being in semi pro play semi pro players in, but really just coming back oh, to play yeah. with, with the mates.
0: Obviously, that bond pulls people in, don't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It does help with a good side. They've got a good setup, yeah, well looked after up there. Yeah. So it does. It's a, it's a massive help. There's a big draw to it because you've got the, the nice clubhouse, a big fancy pitch, with the floodlights in front of the club.
0: It just yeah. it, it makes it a bit, makes it, there's a draw to it, to be fair. Shower's a little bit better than the old Mally's ones, or? Just a just little bit. A bit yeah. <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit. Somewhere to sit down so, and stuff like that. Yeah, and actually be warm, not burning there and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, what were the standout moments in your or spell, mate? What kept you going back?
1: Uh, well, the first year we got there, we won Division 1. We won it with about five games to go. I think we lost like three games all year, something like that. It wasn't many. Um, so, that was it straight away. First year there, we won, won a trophy, which is a big thing. And then, that in that first year was there, again, because you're playing on a better standard with better players and there's more people watching, I got asked to go and... Train for the England. England, no, England, Is it just England? Basically, Basically just thing. England. Yeah. England Lions. Yeah. England Lions are called. Sorry, yeah, yeah. England Lions. So I got picked. I got asked to go and train for them. Then for the tour, they were going Fiji at the end of the year. Right. Um, so again, I went on that tour, but I, I, again, I didn't get picked originally on that tour. I got. I think it was a thirty-two man training squad, maybe or thirty-four. I made it into the 30 man training squad, but I didn't get picked in the 27 man training squad.
2: Right?
1: Um, again, it was one of them. That was full of like the best players in the in the NCL. All majority of them were coming from the Premiership, and I've been playing in the First Division all year. <laughs> um, but the coach was the Wathbrow coach, who had, obviously he'd never seen. He didn't even know who I was, not because he mm. it wasn't like being doing his job. But he he'd obviously never seen me play. He'd never played in that league before. And the coach that picked me up was Richard uh, Richard Owen. He was the he used to he was the Pats coach. But he left there and he was not wasn't coach at the time. He was just doing his England job. He'd later yeah. become the fatal Catal coach a year after that, actually. Uh but he liked me. I got on really, really well with him. So he wanted me in the team. I got I went in the training squad, but I never got picked in the final 27 man training squad. Um but I ended, I ended up going on a talk because someone got injured the week before. So only rang me and right. said we want you to come and, then going, and then going Fiji <laughs> it wasn't bad you'd be all right I'd say I've had a few good oldies so yeah so you're yeah. not too bad
0: out of it and then, are they parts of the world that you'd have went off your own back or is it just probably, the walk of the door ne-
1: no never I'd never have gone to them places I don't think maybe but I'd probably gone to Jamaica not to play rugby a little mad place to yeah. play rugby <laughs> yeah but, uh, South Africa I would never have gone there probably again seeing things being like they went like down out of the wildlife seeing lions and elephants yeah. and Mad, good experiences for playing rugby for free as well
2: yeah
0: no that's it it's the beauty and it mate so before yeah. we we move on and talk about why you've packed in and stuff which we, you've touched on a little bit was there no opportunities to go and play a semi-pro yourself with had, because a lot of witness to... lads get picked up Nate, don't they yeah
1: when I was so uh, I think it was the second year I was there Mike Grady and Johnny Leather were coaching at uh, North Wales. Yeah. So Johnny Leather got in contact with me and asked me, uh, if I fancy going down? And Tony said, yeah, I'd like to have, like to have gone and done it, but the, the job at the time I was still on the railway, so I was working Saturday nights, majority of the weekends. Yeah. Not every weekend, but quite a fair few. And Johnny asked me to go down. They played Sunday afternoons, which didn't really suit my lifestyle at the time, because i had been working Saturday night getting up, getting up and sometimes getting straight on a bus and going to London stuff like that and no. they, did, they didn't offer me much money it was maybe 100, 150 quid a week it wasn't much okay. now, I understand why they obviously not going to offer you anymore because you just basically an amateur player um, and he, he asked me to come down I was just said I'd turn it down because because of my shift I was working and I generally enjoyed playing at that week. I didn't, didn't want to leave there now, it was worth more money it was worthwhile financially I'd, I'd have done it but there wasn't a massive amount of give up the rest of me because I was loaded losing quite a bit with working Saturday nights I lost quite, quite a lot of my weekends yeah. that way but then if I had to play Sunday as well I'd lost that as well so the finals was, I wasn't worth it and then the year after maybe that was, maybe the same year after. I got a phone call off um, a year after it was off Stuart Little after he used to coach Swinton yeah Stu yeah Oldham he asked me saying, yeah, no, no. He, was, he was at Swinton at the time was he? yeah he was at Swinton at the time he ran me asked me about coming down and uh, I changed jobs at this time, so I'd got my new job. I was working shift work. And two of the lads who were new were Sean Kenny and Connor Dwyer was playing for Swinton the year before. And they'd left because they were both doing the same job I I had doing shift work because he couldn't train and stuff like that. He didn't like he didn't like it, I don't think. He rang me and he said, Oh, I said interesting. I need some middles. I'm interested if you could have come down. I said, I'm interested. I'll come, I might come down. I said, but I won't be able to train and play as much. He goes, oh, why? would you work? And <laughs> I told him where I worked. And then he said, oh, yes, yeah, Sam, I'll give you a phone call in a couple of days and it never ran me because... back. <laughs> yeah. I was probably never going to go, to be fair, because he probably wouldn't yeah. have offered me much money. And I said, I was working shift work and I probably wouldn't be able to train and play and commit properly.
0: Yeah. But, no, well, and if it was meant to be, it would have been mate, wouldn't
1: it? Yeah, so I was never, t- I don't like to have said I'd be able to have played that standard. Um I generally enjoy playing amateur and playing a good team at that weight. It was successful. It was enjoyable. I generally enjoyed going training, playing trips out on a Saturday. It was, I enjoyed it. So I was never that bothered about not doing it. Right.
2: So,
0: when the time came to call it a day, rugby wise, mate, what was that down to? And was it a difficult decision for you? Uh,
1: it was, yeah, no. So obviously, I'd played rugby since I was about four. So I've been playing quite a while. I think I was 29 when I finished playing, I think. Yeah, in twenty-nine. the first year at Tatsawe we won the league. The second year we won the NCL premiership, which was good. But that was a big thing really to win that. Uh, it's probably the best team to win as an amateur to be fair. And then year after, we didn't didn't think we got got knocked out in the semi-finals, maybe or the quarters, not too sure. And then then the super final year, but then four years at Tataweek. Um so I was on an iron over because my knees were bad, like they've been bad for quite a few years, just struggling, just taking tablets. And I could play on a Saturday and I'd be like most people do I'd be knackered till like the Wednesday, Tuesday. And the last that last year playing, uh, because it's summer rugby, I had to train in my trainers. I couldn't train in my boots because it used to work my knees that much. So oh, I train, no, train, train, I'd train in my train, i trainers for Thursday. i play in my boots on a Saturday and I'd be just be I was just knackered, big honest with you. I was yeah. struggling in work, taking tablets and stuff like that. And then we played uh, that year. We got to the third, I think the third or fourth round of the Challenge Cup because we beat North Wales, North Wales Crusaders at home in yeah. the Challenge Cup. I mean, it hurt me knee that day. I don't know what I did. I remember it. don't know how or why. But I remember it hurt it that week. And then a couple of weeks after we played, um, Tuesday, be your home. And to tell you again, we got beat off them. Not by much, we got beat off him. But my knee was just progressively getting worse. I felt I could I could feel it getting worse. I was taking more tablets. I didn't feel like I was playing as well as I wanted. Not I want not as wasn't playing as well as I wanted to, or I thought I could do. I was struggling. as the year got on, I was like missing a couple of sessions. Just like I would train every Thursday. Some weeks, not all the time. Or I would go, I'd just like have a jog about. I'd do like the uh, team run through at the end and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so we'd be working and doing shifts and stuff like that. Just becoming more and more and more, and I felt like I wasn't playing as well as I could. And I was just coming to the end. and I just thought, oh, I think it's time because I wasn't without disrespecting like the Northwest Men's League team, which is like the second team. I didn't want to go and play. I'd, I'd done my time playing that standard. I played that year, league for five, six, seven years maybe. So I wasn't bothered about going down and playing. I just wanted to play as high as I could, as long as I could. And then I realised it wasn't probably wasn't gonna. Play as well as I could, and just thought it's maybe time to give it up.
0: Sure enough, right? And any any regrets about anything you've not done, you have done?
3: Uh, as I say, I, I'd, I would like to have said
0: I've
1: played semi pro and had a go at just to test myself. And I thought at the time when I was playing, I probably I felt myself probably was was good enough to play. I wouldn't have been a standout player, but I'd been able to play it. Um, but it just wasn't the timing, just didn't, didn't, didn't never worked out well enough, really. Um but apart from that no I say I've I've been once I went um I went Canada as well on like a Northwest Men's League select side when I was at the Marys. Well, it was the year yeah. transition from the Marys to Thato So I got picked yeah. when I was playing for the Marys. But I ended up going when I was playing at Fatou It was the first year I played at <laughs> That was like through a Northwest Men's Select side in Canada. So I've been on like I've been Jamaica, um, South Africa, Canada and Fiji. Um, so I thought I'm too bad out of it to be you, so I'm quite happy with that. Yeah,
0: just before we go on to your daft questions, mate, how was the marriage with you when you left?
3: Brilliant, obviously.
2: Yeah,
3: I told, I told, I can't, I, I can't remember who all told at the time. I say there wasn't really a coach there, it wasn't
1: like I'd left like a, 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 a team who were like fully fledged. It was like I, I think we no, were I've struggling to get stuff, a team is. together, and that. yeah. I think the only played for an extra year or so after he folded, I think, I've been right. Right, um, so I just decided to, I can't remember at all now, but I remember t- I told Ricky, because Ricky was the chairman at the time, so you would have had to sign the paperwork right. off and stuff like that. And Ricky obviously wasn't an issue, he sort of be trans, uh, transferred straight away. And I remember rightly, uh, the secretary came to me at that week and said, Oh, like, we've got your transfer through and it's all gone through fine. He said, But you must be pretty well liked. I was like, Oh, why? He said, Someone sent me email through with it. I think it was Will because Will leak, even though he wasn't coaching, he was still a name on like the right. must have been on the committee, committee side of it or so something. Yeah. yeah. And he signed me transfer off straight away and sent like a letter through saying, said, oh, you've got a good lad, you've got a good player, I wish him all the best. So there was never there was never any issues with me leaving at all. I think everyone just understood why I left and it was going to do it for me here to try and better myself, which worked out well. Yeah.
0: And was you involved in that? Inter-town team game that time, Adam?
1: No, no. That was, was quite a few few years before that, wasn't it? No, it was quite a few yeah. years before, wasn't it? Would that That's have been something you'd have been that? keen on? Yeah. Well, to be I didn't get picked in it, and one of my best mates, Kev Brook, he actually picked the team, yeah. <laughs> he picked the so he didn't pick me in it. <laughs> Cheers, but to Kevin. be fair, <laughs> to be fair though, I, would, I at the time was better players playing than me at that time. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't. I say I probably would have been playing it, though would have been fine to playing it. But the team you picked, were so, there was some very good players playing in it, so it was a, good wasn't side, in a yeah, situation, it was. wasn't in a situation to start spitting the dummy out and say, "Oh, I shouldn't have been picked in it and stuff like that."
0: There's probably better players yeah. being picked. Would it have been something you'd have been keen on? Say it got revisited
1: yeah, three or four years later. Yeah, it? it's, it's just something. nice to say you played, isn't it? They don't often, often, yeah. happen often very much stuff like that, do they? Really. Uh, it's always nice to see you played and stuff like that and do stuff. And uh, but I actually went and watched the game, it was horrible, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I went, mate. It was a
0: rough you game. It, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, it was like, yeah. a good
1: job. I did it really.
0: And and we never ticked the box for you to come and try our code, mate. No. no.
1: to be honest with you, I always said I was gonna do it because you remember you played at my the Marriage, you yourself come along, didn't you? Yeah. Juzzy come. Uh yeah. Yeah. come for games, Mike Jones, yeah. yeah, he was a good player didn't um, yeah. I always said I was gonna do it. But I would have liked to have done it. But then when I went playing for Tattoe, then it just never became because right. I mean, then um, I don't think I could I could never have played summer or winter. My knees would never have never held up. Yeah, that, that's the thing,
0: innit, mate. Yeah. I
1: was more I was more bothered about playing league for the Marys and then uh yeah. So that was my main my main uh, main point really. So I wish you I yeah. do wish you would have tried it. I don't think it was for me because I don't think I'd like to play in the middle and I was never quick enough to play in the backs.
0: <laughs>
3: so,
2: yeah, You'd have been all right in the today. centers, Adam. Oh, I
3: don't. Well, know. Sean Maybe plays, you know. Yeah. Sean. Sean Rich. Oh, he still plays like LSH, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, he does, mate. Yeah, yeah. Fair play he plays yeah. prop as well. Horrible. Does
1: like. he? Yeah, uh, no I'm going nowhere yeah. near that. Stay well away from <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> so a few daft questions for you, mate. So yeah, did you on, have mate. any pre-match superstitions? Um uh, no, it's
3: not. No, I
1: I, I used to try and eat certain stuff before I played when I was at Fatty To try and take it a bit more
3: serious as such, but I had no superstition. never used to do anything. Right. So, did you have a favourite away ground? Uh, I like... Honestly, I like playing at Wasp because we always won. Right. Even though we were
1: good. It was only probably three three years that was for. Three years (laughs) we played in the Prem. I don't think I never lost her. to honestly and it was always they you know the Cumbrians like they all come out sidelines chocker with them they're abusing you uh, but to honestly I got I on got, because I went on a tour with a couple of them was, like, when you go on tours with them the Cumbrians are probably some of the soundest people I've ever have ever come across yeah I like a beer and they're the really really nice people so I, I used to like go and play up there so probably Wothball because we won, won there quite a bit we won, a, won a semi-final there as well I think to go into the uh, into the final, um, and it said the crowd always used to come out, and it was always a good piss up on the way. It was always three and a half hours yeah. away.
0: I can imagine, yeah, especially after the win, mate. what
3: so I better mentioned, me.
0: yeah, I mentioned this off off a recording So the toughest player you played with and against, remembering the definition of tough for people, is very different.
3: Yeah. Uh. The toughest player I've ever
1: played with is a lad from Thassau. He's called Josh Crane. He's about 12 stone, piss wet through, and he bangs people harder than anyone I've ever seen in my life. And he can literally play anywhere. The year he played, he plays like 9, 6, 13, 12, 3. Do he play some those? Right, so he just,
0: just stick a ball in his hand sort of thing?
1: Yeah, but he carries yeah. it. He, he, he runs that hard and that fast he trips over his own feet sometimes but like, if you've seen him and like, just see him in person you wouldn't think of it like we used to play used to, at the time last couple of years I played he was, he was my centre and when I mean people play you'd see people run at him because I'm a lot bigger than him and he, he, he just bent him in half every time he'd be better running at me so I couldn't tackle <laughs> but he ran at him every time and he bent him and he carried well and he just he played like four times above his weight well above his weight yeah
0: and is there anyone that stands out against mate? You might uh, not know him, but you'd
3: know his core bar. Uh that's a tough one, really. Probably, I'd probably say playing like the Winners' Cup games, maybe playing against like some of the West Bank, probably say West Bank teams.
1: You said like to like to Josh uh, Josh Sim playing and stuff like that, He was always uh people'd be massive, dead strong. Struggle to attacking your people I'd probably say something
3: like that yeah. really you know it sticks, sticks right, to right. mind
0: so if you could tell a younger you from what you've experienced now
3: something that you'd do or wouldn't do what would it be? Um, probably well younger me I'd probably tell myself to get fit, fitter earlier because I was quite a big lad
1: from like 17 till about 21, 22. I was quite fat. I got myself okay. fitted afterwards. If I'd probably tell myself to get fit earlier on,
2: Wasn't you the big one, better.
3: yeah, I was like 18, 19 stone years ago, was it? Yeah, but I, like, but I, I might don't as well. remember that, I, don't you? Yeah,
1: no, I've definitely got pictures and what <laughs> I definitely was, yeah, I think <laughs> from like, I was probably about from around I because like, when I was, um. We used to work away a lot for me. Worked for my uncle, so we used to be away all week, working and work away yeah. the weekends. So it's just eating shit, drinking ale, and then obviously coming home. And I was, I was, I was still playing rugby and stuff like that. But I never used to do any training, bad rugby. Didn't go to gym like that. wasn't into it. So I wish, I wish I'd have got into gym and training, and eating better, a lot younger. It would have been better for me. It's but it's
0: hard
2: enough, when you play rugby so. on a piss me. No, that's it, and especially
0: like you said, you're a young lad worker away, probably working with fellas that aren't playing. or well, I was working with fellas, and yeah. you just going to the pub after work and stuff like that. That's it. And it, it was just a culture, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, it
1: was, that's one not Yeah, yeah that's
2: what
0: it was, yeah. yeah. So, if you're out with your mates, you've had a few, the mic ends up in your hand, what are you giving us,
2: friend? Uh,
1: I'm not a singer, so I'm, I'm, I'm not a shy person. I'm
3: not a singer. I'm. I. I I'd, shy, I'd shy away. I had to sing a song and um, as an initiation in Fiji
1: <laughs> for the mean tour. And I, like I was, want, you don't have to do it until you play a game. So I didn't play the first game. I played the second game. But seen everyone who played the first game had to do it. So for that full week, then I was racking my brain thinking, I'm gonna have to sing. We have to sing a song here. <laughs> uh,
2: we,
1: we was in like some little shack in the middle of Fiji because there's, there's not much there to be honest with you. Yeah. I was in this shack I was like you have to sing in a minute and I was just like what are going to sing So I didn't know any words like, so when you start racking your brain your mind starts going blank yeah. oh, it was horrible it was, it was, so I'm, not, I'm not a, a bit of a singer but uh, I don't know to honestly I know it sounds mad but I'm a big Lionel Richie fan so I'd probably have to sing a Lionel Richie song because I'd probably want to know the words too Fair enough,
0: <laughs> I I like, the to it off, mate I would to have got at the stadium
1: <laughs> I know yeah
0: I wouldn't was, choose to was, sing the That was the rumor. Yeah, but if you had to, it, it'd be wine-up. I'd take only
1: because I know the words for these songs. That's probably it, I reckon. Yeah.
0: Fair enough, mate. So, if you don't mind, mate, it's a 1 to 13 that you've played with.
2: Okay. Um,
0: and, and just a little bit of why, if that's okay.
3: Yeah, prayer uh, bomb. Oh, uh, I'd probably go. One, there was a lad that played, uh, that and he come for one
1: year, the year he won the NCL Prem. He come from Pats that the coach Richard Owen brought in from the Pats. Uh, he's named Dan Burkett. He come and i went on tour with him to Fiji, but he played in the wing. I didn't really, didn't really notice much about him. Do you know, like but someone said, Oh, no, Dan Burkett's coming? I was like, Oh, he was all right, nice lad. Like, he's a good lad, he'd yeah. be all right. And he come and he was unbelievable. Like, he played fullback, he could kick. He never he kicked he kicked you kicked, I don't know his percentages must have been high he kicked goals. He was tough as well. He was like he was a big lad. He's like six foot one, probably about fifteen stone, like in good in shape, like. And every time he kicked on at fullback, you know he was going to make you 30, 40 yards. He could carry well. He played well out the back. He was loud. He had a he had a really for, from our point of view what we needed as a fullback. He was very very skillful in that because they played with quite a few good fullbacks at the marries and so far
2: Dean French
3: played brilliant they're electric yeah. but didn't that I suppose Dan just had maybe a few more attributes to him. go with yes yeah, so go with Dan for, for one yeah. and then wingers probably the one wing
1: I'd have Gav Conroy who's yeah. you know Gav pretty well anyway he's solid he'd probably yeah. done 30 30 40 scoops a game score a try as well it's great stuff. have a with as well after the game.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> then on the other wing, I'd probably go... Well, I called Lewis Taylor. I played with him at Fatsa Kiwi, he's a Kiwi lad. He's called Kiwi. Um, he, was, he was one of the quickest people I've ever seen. Here's another one. you could just score a try from nowhere. You'd be in a little bit of trouble maybe. If you know, they're getting beat or game's a bit tight he could put the ball yeah. from his own 10-yard line and score. He's quite powerful as well. Uh, right. So I'll probably put him on the winger. And then other will be the winger.
2: Yeah.
1: And then centres. Uh, probably probably Mike Gill from those players in the Marys. Yeah. He's a proper old. head. looked after everyone. He was at, he was tough as well. He was, he was, well. he was a very good player to be fair, but he was very, very tough as well at the same time. So when they played them with with uh, Winners Cup games, you know it was tight and tough. He'd be there taking people's heads off and taking carries. Just yeah. never, never, ever, ever, ever took a backward step from anyone.
3: Mm. And then another centre. So I have a play with good players on
1: tour, but I've only played like one game with them and like or half a game with them and stuff like that. So yeah. people, I don't really come into a uh, into thought too much. Um, I probably got we we'll Josh Josh Crane in the other centre because I played with him for quite a few years. And like I said before, one of the hardest hitters I've ever seen carries carries a ball all the time.
3: Just uh, so I can play anywhere as well in your team. And six, I probably have to go Birdseye Again, he,
1: he set set up. He still set me up for so many tries at the Maries. He was uh, he was unbelievable. Again, he kicking game was amazing. He's the one that's built for, for an half-pack. You don't get many half-packs, you will know, have a fight, but he was in the, was in the case.
0: Yeah, well,
1: he was he? would fight with anybody, and anybody. <laughs> sometimes after calming down, sometimes they ain't stop him fighting, but never ever take a backward step from anybody.
2: Yeah.
1: And then the seventh, probably got there, uh, Frody, how do he play again? Played with him fast week. He, was, he used to always have a saying, like, uh, what was the saying now? It's something about forwards carrying the piano and the bath backs playing the piano.
3: And he was literally, he could play in a oh, dinner yeah. suit,
1: never ever got touched. he come off the field with a clean clean shirt every week, Made a, two or three tackles max, but just controlled controlled the game. And the way we played under under certain coach, at that, he was quite um, structured. And he did it through a T. We had like sets coming out, and there's just stuff like that. was regimental, do you know what I mean? It was just like, second nature. He knew when to you knew when to play, and you went to kick, or when not to kick, or when not to overplay, or just play it simple. Just did everything right to for a lot of things right anyway.
3: Right. You're um, right. So I'm we'll have to put our kid at one of my props because playing
1: with my brother. I don't think I ever else who's yeah. played with a sibling will probably tell you. Yeah. Playing with playing with your brother is probably the best things you can do. as we were lucky enough to probably win. Win quite a few winners cups together, and um, I think we're we in league maybe. Every day we're in league with Marys as well, you know for Counties, yeah. and just play along. Just, uh, training with him, playing with him every week, especially your brother, probably the best thing. So I definitely have to have him in there. Easy for your
0: mom and dad as well.
1: Well, yeah, I don't want like to get stick of him
0: with dad as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, nine. Nah,
3: it's a tough one. That nah. it's hard, really, because. Do you We're want to pick a bench? Nine. No, no. Well, you uh, can do if you want. I think this day and age now, like I could play with quite a few, but like Anthony Owens he was always the
1: nine at the Marys, and he's probably one of the best players I've ever played with. But when I went playing week, I had like a two lads playing like Sean Kenny and um, Lewis Foster. We've both played both played Super League, both played championship, both comp- two can completely different players. Sean's a bit of a runner. And Lewis can yeah. again literally controls the whole game. Effort goes through him. We've won games just just by you know, him slowing it down, picking picking his pitch book speed up. Just controls it all from there. Yeah.
0: It's fun really. Um, you
3: can have all three if you want me. No, I don't know. Yeah, I just that's to let's take a. Stick all three of them in there. It's hard because all
1: different types of players. I've seen he was an older head but Ante could again like deception from nine. You, obviously, you must have seen some of these dummies from nine and people go the wrong way. Um yeah, it's a tough one. i not to, to sit on the
3: fence a bit there and put a few of them in at nine. It's hard to pick from no all. Um and the prop. Probably have to pick uh, one of my mates and fatty, Mike
1: Starkey's name is about six foot two. I don't know how much he will he's, he's a lot slimmer now. He's a PT, you know, he's in he's in good nick now. Um, yeah. At the time, he was a bit more bulkier, but I've never seen anyone carry a ball as hard, literally full tilt, like up like, upright, and just full yeah. tilt, 100%, no stopping. He um, was unbelievable. So i have to go with Mike Stark is my other one. And then back row, a goal, Jamie Trace. He's up. No, I've ever seen him. He plays it. That's a week. He's about. He's another one. About six foot two, six foot three. or about seventeen stone, but he's rapid. And just, never, I've never, seen someone that big score as many full length tries in my life.
0: That like, quick as well. You could just get the ball in it. Do, like no more, Oaks, you
1: know? Yeah, so George you know, just like that side, but he's yeah, big mole. and rangey, but yeah, he's, he's huge. I, he's, I say he's rapid, and the amount of times he's... Mm. He, and given like a short ball in our old nine, He just burst through and he's, he's, he's quicker than most backs. He's an absolute freak.
3: So mm-hmm. probably put Jamie at one and then the back row. Um, probably the one faster probably like Connor Dwyer. So only played with him for a couple of years.
1: Um but that's he's not the one. He played a lot of semi pro I think he played for Saints first team, I think. He played a lot of semi-pro for years and then come back to Tatouid for a couple of years. He went with a two years ago. Yeah. Uh the year and then he's come back to that again now, but he's not the one. He's just you just you watch people and you just tell they played a better standard. Mm. Talk talks, talks quite a bit, but talks like the right stuff, not just joint wasting people just talk for no reason. Yeah talks the anything right thing and uh, just like teams have loads of time with the ball in his hands like gliding past the snow. it's strange but loads of time
3: on his, on his hands all the time to go through right uh, 13 ah, i trying to think Probably go like another left in the last week, actually. Andy Lee, he was the captain when I was there for a few years.
1: Mm-hmm. Um it was mainly like another, another prop, to be honest with you. Because obviously, yeah. goes that everyone's gone through that stage. You don't need to be on an extra like basic extra middle at 13. Yeah. But he was another one, like hundred percent committed all the time, never missed anything. You'd run through a brick wall, fight with a brick wall, just push one in people you want to be played with all the time.
0: You've been listening to Trot the Eggin. thanks to our sponsors by Dell Sports. Follow us on Twitter at Trot the egg in and Instagram at Trot underscore the underscore egg underscore in.